This is the Coming Out Loved and Supported Podcast, the group for the LGBTQ plus community and family of LGBTQ plus wanting to learn more and do better. I am your host, Annie Henderson. I'm a certified professional life coach and also a member of the LGBTQ plus community. We are so glad you're here. Please like and subscribe. And if you know anyone that is needing support as they are going through their journey, please share because I honestly believe by doing so, we can save lives. Hello, this is Annie Henderson, your coming out coach on episode one of Coming Out Loved and Supported. If you are coming from my previous podcast, The Happy Mama Village, or a friend or follower, I wanna say thank you so much for your love and support, and I so appreciate you being here. I was torn about starting a podcast, another one, because, hey, I know there are already other podcast episodes out there um, that are LGBTQ-focused, but that... I realized, is the beauty and the genius behind podcasts. Everyone's voice is unique. What might be right for one person may not be what others need to hear. So if you are here just for today's episode or are ready to subscribe and share, thank you either way. So today's episode, I wanted to share a bit about myself and my hopes for this podcast, as well as a challenge for you at the end. So here it goes. My name is Annie Henderson, and I am a lesbian. <laughs> I grew up in a small Texas town, not necessarily the most diverse group or welcoming of differences, but I grew up a tomboy. I played all the sports that I could. <laughs> my uh, my parents were so proud of me um, in all the ways, but especially athletic, athletically. Uh, when I played, there wasn't a lot of girls teams. So I would either play up a little bit with my brother or I would just play on the boys teams. And I really didn't bother me that maybe that should have been a sign way back then. Um, but I, I just always had a feeling I was different. I never could grasp it. I never, really had intense crushes on anyone. Um, but I became a people pleaser very quickly. If a, a guy asked me out, I said, okay, whether I was, whether I knew he liked me or whether I liked him or not, it was just, okay. Uh, I was always, doing the right thing in class. I never got in trouble. I was always a good girl. And I excelled at that as well. I continued playing sports all throughout high school. And then I met a feller <laughs> playing um, <laughs> playing co-ed softball, of course. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully some of you are laughing at all the meaning behind that. Um, so, and of course, uh, when he asked me out, I said, okay. And we had a blast together. We played a lot of sports together. (laughs) 
Looking back, this just cracks me up. We played some street hockey. We would go to the baseball field and just hit some balls. We would play all the time. We were awesome friends. We got along really well. <clears throat> and he was he was in college when I was a senior in high school is when I met him. And I wanted to go out of the city, out of the small city, not far away at all, but to a school that was known for psychology. And I loved psych. And then when I mentioned that, I, although I don't have his exact words still, it was along the lines of, oh, we like, we won't last. That won't, we won't make it. And so I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I'll go here. Uh, never really knowing myself, never really digging deep enough to do any of that. And so I stayed. And then at 19, I got married because, you know, when someone asks, that's what you do as a good people pleaser. <laughs> and we're going to fast forward a little bit. I went to college. We were married for seven years and it wasn't a horrible marriage. There was no abuse. There was none of that. Um, and when I talked to other married people, people, older and younger people that had been married for years and asked about, you know, how it was, how was the sex, all of that. It was all, yeah, yeah, that's like, that's normal. Like it's, you know, it's not that great. <laughs> that's just how marriage is. So I thought I was just par. I thought I was right on track. I was doing all the things. I was checking all the boxes of getting married. Uh, I was had my daughter when I was 26, check that box. We had built a house before that, check. I was had a good career, had a grad degree, decided to go back and get some more, check, check. And finally, it wasn't until my late 20s that I came out. Um, we got a divorce and um, I will say that he is a great dad and he always wants to be involved and um, co-parenting for all of you struggling with co-parenting it's it can be done it can be done I, I know some people have horror stories but just because theirs was bad doesn't mean yours has to be does it take a lot of work and patience <laughs> yes it does does it take maybe some extra communication skills you betcha so after I got divorced, I was still going to grad school. I spent a year not really dating anyone. I spent time with friends. I spent time with my daughter and actually, you know, lived alone for once. <laughs> not really, really. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so I skipped over a, my toxic relationship that I had following my divorce. Uh, and the reason that's important is because, you know, just because you come out doesn't mean everything's magically perfect. It was, it was, uh, it was a relationship that was worse than my marriage, which, you know, some people are like, shouldn't you just be happy enough? You have all the things Just stay married and, 
And I considered that. I remember being uh, considering divorce and thinking, you know, I should just wait till my daughter graduates. That's what all the moms do. <laughs> they just are miserable. And then when their kid is old enough, then they get a divorce and then they live their life. I, I can do that. And then I stopped myself and I deeply considered, will I still be happy? Like, will I be happy enough? Will I be a good role model? Is this the lesson that I want my daughter to have? Is that, do I want her to take away, mm, put yourself on the back burner while you take care of some other things? Not at all. So that's, that's where I made that decision. And yes, I ended up in a toxic relationship that was not good for me, but what it did, um, and it's one of those things where even though it was horrible, and of course it had its highs or lows, if it didn't have those highs, I wouldn't have stayed, but it gave me contrast because when I met my life partner, when I met my soulmate at the age of 30, it was blindingly, I was so aware that, wow, this is how you treat someone. This is how you're treated by someone that you love and that you're falling for. And oh my goodness, I, I can't explain how beautiful contrast is. So if you're in the middle of that low point, don't, don't take it for granted. Learn your lessons along the way so that you can soak it up and don't just endure it, but use it to thrive once you're out of it and to teach your kiddo lessons. My, my daughter is much stronger than I ever was and it's, it's incredible what she has has become. She's blossomed into this confidence. She is not a people pleaser like like I was. And that's that's what I would want. And I'm I'm so ha- happy and so proud. Okay. So that was, you know, that was the gist. That was the gist of it. I'm sure I will talk about my relationships and my past a little more in the future. But for right now, I want to talk about my hopes for this podcast. My hopes for this podcast is that I can share some of my counseling and coaching with you and your loved ones so that I can empower and help us all grow closer together or stronger and more stable apart. I plan to interview a variety of LGBTQ plus and allies around things that are unique to the LGBTQ plus community, as well as struggles many of us have in common, like people pleasing, finding the right coping skills, how to improve our relationships, communication with others, and so much more. This episode will be shorter than most, but I want to leave you with this. I want to ask you to share this podcast with others people you know, to all of your Facebook family and friends. And hold on, 
Since I can already hear the hair on the back of your neck standing up, let me explain what this can mean to someone else. Simply by sharing, someone will have hope. Someone will not feel alone. Someone out there, whether it is family, coworkers, childhood friends, someone from church, they will not be doing something to harm themselves today because you have given them a lifeline. Feeling alone, rejected, and afraid can be so damaging and many of us will never know how low those around us have been. So I want to ask you this. Would you rather stay comfortable by not sharing? Because, oh my goodness, what will someone think of me? Or would you rather save a life? Let that one sink in. Okay, so I want to end every episode with a quote. And here's your quote for the day. The beauty of standing up for your rights is others see you standing and stand up as well. That quote is by Cassandra Duffy. Also, just for my dear friend Shannon, what are you watching will be a question guests are asked. So get pumped and ready for some new ideas. But for now, Shannon, try out Never Have I Ever on Netflix. If you love Mindy Kaling, you are in for a treat. Thank you once again for listening to this first episode of Coming Out Loved and Supported. Please check out the show notes on how to reach out and other great resources for support groups and more. If you haven't heard this today, I love you, and yes, you are enough in all the ways. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you are the kind of person that likes to help others, then please share this with friends and family. If it helped you, then it will probably help others. Also, if you're needing support and inspiration daily, then connect with me at Life Coach Annie on Facebook. I am so grateful for you taking the time to listen today. If you could do me a favor, please leave a positive review so that more people in the LGBTQ community can find meaningful content that motivates.